Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. I'm so glad that you've joined us for Real Victory Radio today. This show is all about getting real, ready, and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. Today, we are going to be talking about how to live holy in our everyday lives. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, and 7 in the message reads like this. God wants you to live a pure life. God hasn't invited us into a disorderly, unkempt life, but into something holy and beautiful, as beautiful on the inside as the outside. I just love the way that the message put that in there and how he invites us into holiness. And we're going to talk about that today. I spoke at a mops group recently about learning to live from grace and how we just have grace upon grace and upon grace is offered to us in this life from within and without. And that scripture really shows us it's the same with holiness. Holiness doesn't have to be complicated. And our guest today is going to show us how it can actually be downright simple. Before I introduce you to our special guest today, I wanted to take a moment and thank you so much for listening into Real Victory Radio. Y'all, we are listener supported, and that means we can't stay on the air without you. Even just 5 or $10 makes a huge difference. If you enjoy Real Victory Radio, if we've encouraged you in some way, would you please go to amyandlane.com and join the victory movement? With your one-time gift or monthly gift, you help to inspire other listeners to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Super easy and it's all done through PayPal, safe and secure. So head over to amyalane.com and learn more about partnering with us today. Thank you in advance for your support and prayers. We can't do this without you and we appreciate you so much. Today's guest says this about her uh, book, Holy in the Moment, Simple Ways to Love God and Enjoy Your Life. And I am super excited about having her on the show today. She is a friend and an online friend, and her name is Ginger Harrington, and she is an award-winning blogger, speaker, and ministry leader. She writes in chapter two of her book, Holy in the Moment, wholehearted living comes through trusting God. This may sound like a lot of spiritual, holier-than-thou kind of talk. But it is profoundly practical. Sacred simplicity is a secret to life well lived when we make the most of all our moments for God to change our lives one spiritual choice at a time. She goes on to say, we streamline our complicated, busy lives when we trust God. First Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24 in the message says, may God himself The God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole. I love that. You know, I love that because we are always talking about wholeness here on Real Victory Radio. And I love how God makes us whole and holy. Ginger Harrington is an award-winning blogger, speaker, and ministry leader, a military spouse, and a mom of three. 
She helped create the Planting Roots Strength to Thrive in Military Life Military Ministry, where she serves as coordinator of publishing. She speaks at regional conferences and assists with social media. She writes at gingerharrington.com. She writes for Roma Downey and Mark Burnett's lightworkers.com and for Planting Roots. She is guest posted for Guidepost, Encourage, The Praying Woman, For Every Mom, and so many others. She lives in Northern Virginia, and today she's going to help us discover the difference that choosing holiness in the moment can make in your life. Welcome to Real Victory Radio, Gender. We're so glad to have you. It's great to be here, Amy Elaine. Well, we are going to jump right in, and I'm going to start off with my favorite question. And my favorite question to ask the guest on the show is, where have you experienced the most victory in your life? Oh, that is an easy question. The answer isn't easy, but the question's easy. (laughs) Sometimes Uh, that happens, huh? I know, I know. Well, where I have experienced the most victory is the product the journey that is in my book, Holy in the Moment, and that is learning to trust God moment by moment. I have had my issues with insecurity and perfectionism and anxiety, and I talk pretty candidly about those in the book, but learning to make those intentional choices to believe that what God says is true and to reckon it as true, to trust him in the moment, that's where I have experienced the most victory. It doesn't mean that every moment's easy, but God has equipped me with a toolbox, so to speak, of how to handle those hard moments when they come. He is so good about that. I love it about him. I saw a quote on Facebook today, and I don't know what it was, but it totally caught my attention for what we're talking about today. It, the quote said, your life is a result of the choices you make. If you don't like your life, it's time to start making better choices. And your book helps us to do that. I love in the book, every chapter is set into uh, different Moments to believe, moments to feel, moments to pray, moments to rest, all these different moments, and they're all built upon choices. What inspired you to write Holy in the Moment? At the time that I started working on the concept of Holy in the Moment, it was the beginning of the first year that my husband was retiring from the military. And I had had a battle with anxiety every time that we had had a military move for the last 15 years. And um, as he was getting ready to retire, I had no idea what God had for us next. Would we be moving again? What kind of job would he have? And so I just started out the year kind of with that blue feeling of, I just don't know what to do with myself. And so I, I started asking the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to start this year out? And he gave me a challenge. He said, if you choose holiness in the moment, I want you to discover the difference that it'll make. And so, you know, that concept just stuck with me. And I started out January and February just making one simple choice at a time to choose to trust God that day, to choose to do something positive that day, choose to encourage someone today. And I started blogging about that, and that became the nutshell of the book. And then as I came to a point of uh, real surrender and realizing, hey, I really need to get with God and get with someone who's qualified to help me learn to handle this anxiety that I feel better, um, to to be able to approach it and figure out what's going on 
um, as I began to do that and go through a, a healing and discipleship process with that, God began to put the um, more of the how-tos and the specific content that was going to go in the book. And at the time, I didn't know I was going to be writing a book about that. So you know how God, he always, he writes our stories into our lives first before they ever come out in a book. And that makes it a much more authentic and powerful story. I believe that wholeheartedly. I am currently writing a book and I have had to live out the book. And I know there's more to what he's going to do in my heart through the process of actually getting it down on paper and getting it, you know, really out there. So I believe that absolutely 100%. (laughs) I really enjoyed the book. I read it was very practical, but it was also very much about your life and your real experiences and just I feel like I know you better even though we've never actually met in person I feel like I know you so much better after reading your book this past week Ginger we are all about walking in wholeness and living in victory here on Real Victory Radio what does it mean to live a whole and holy life like your book suggests that we can do so oftentimes, I think we approach that question from the perspective of getting ourselves together. How can I make myself holy? How can I make myself whole? And as long as we're trying to do it with our own strategies and our own agendas and formulas and performance, we're going to fall short because that's not the equation God designed. And the equation actually goes like this. How can I trust God to make me whole and holy? And just like that... Um, First Thessalonians verse that you um, quoted at the beginning of the show, that's actually the anchor verse that the book is designed around. And it is really coming to that conclusion that God is doing the work. I am trusting in him. I'm cooperating with him. I'm responding to him. And so that is so much about becoming holy and whole. It's learning to live out of your identity in Christ and act like who God says you are and who you actually are in Christ, rather than maybe how you feel in the moment or the way that maybe you've acted or behaved in the past. I love that you say the real question is, how can I trust God? That's a great one. I love that so much. We're going to take a little bit of a break in the show, and then we'll be right back into conversation with Ginger. I want to take just a moment and thank our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. They help maintain the integrity of commercial buildings by providing non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspections for all commercial facilities. David and the technicians over at Sonic are all about ensuring your safety in the areas where you eat, sleep, work, and play. So if you are a building owner or a facility manager, you need to know about Sonic Inspection Corporation. You can reach them at 303-308-3000 or visit their brand new website at sonicinspection.com. All right, Ginger, we are back with Ginger Harrington on the show, and we are talking about her book, Holy in the Moment, Simple Ways to Love God and Enjoy Your Life. In your book, you talk about the power of choice. You even gave us 10 choices to discover the power of choice. And I'd love to talk to you about um, a few of those, the choice to surrender, especially where you say that trusting God with our deepest concerns enables us to release our rights and let him guide our lives. Releasing our rights is not something that we always want to do or that's really easy. Many of us don't 
really want to do that. I know oftentimes I don't really want to give up my rights. <laughs> I like those rights. I want to be in control. <laughs> and I love how you quoted on page 57, you said this about surrender. You said, the reality is this. Sometimes it's impossible by design. It's impossible on purpose, not to keep us out, but to usher us in because surrender is the only way we can come deeper into the life of God. Wow. That there's so much in that, just that little quote right there. Ginger, can you explain a little bit more about surrendering our rights and how, though it sounds really hard, it's, it's a good thing. Oh, sure. This really is the key that I experienced to finding freedom from anxiety, insecurity, perfectionism, and and a host of other (laughs) um, little behaviors and mindsets that I had kind of gotten entrenched in. And a right is an expectation. It's a belief that we have to have things a certain way in order to be okay. Or maybe sometimes it's we believe that people must be a certain way or God must be a certain way or maybe ourselves you know, an expectation that I must be a certain way in order to be successful, in order to be happy, in order to be okay. And ultimately, it's a battle for control. And so the more we begin to trust that God really is good, and he really is in control, the more we can trust him with these rights and these needs that we have, that we hold so close to our heart, and we will do, you know, so many things to get those needs met. And so as we began to trust God with them, we began to have his help in releasing our grip on some of those things. And for me, I found that it was actually easier to start with some small things, you know, like, um, you know, when you're finding a parking space and you're trying to get close to the building and someone takes your parking space, well, just releasing my right to be convenient, you know, mm-hmm. to have the parking space that I want. That sounds silly, but it's it's just an illustration of releasing my expectation and trusting God. And then I'm going to, that releases me from the b- burden of frustration or irritation or impatience. It releases me from the, the idea that, oh, man, it's going to be a terrible day today because, you know, it didn't start off well. And so that's a little way of releasing our rights. But for me, when we were going to move to Pensacola, Florida for a ministry job, and I talk about this in the surrender chapter of the book after my husband had retired, I had put down like a right in my heart that after all the years of military moves, it was my turn. Mm-hmm. And I deserved the right to plant some roots, deserved the right to stay put. We had bought a house that we thought would be a forever house, and I had visions of our grandkids in the backyard. And so to think about moving again was such a shift of my paradigm, it was really distressing. And it just brought forth all this anxiety all over again. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, I just cannot go through this again. And so that was what prompted me to really start to get some help and address, like, what is this anxiety about? Why is it so hard for me to move? What am I holding on to? And so ultimately, I did surrender that right to be where I wanted to be and to stay put. And, you know, God didn't actually move us at that time. I think that he was just after something deep in my heart to reveal to me that I was holding on to something that was actually holding me back. It was holding me captive, and the time had come. 
to deal with it. And I'm so glad that we did. It was such a good journey in understanding myself better, understanding that um, ways that I wasn't trusting God. And that's not to say that once you surrender your rights, that it's easy, but it, there is, it's the path to freedom because we no longer carry the burden of making it all work out on our own. And I think that's so powerful because when we can truly trust God in the moment, we can experience his resources, we can trust in his strength and in his plans and know that we're going to be okay because he's in control. I loved the chapter on surrender, and I really like how you said that it is a pathway. Surrender is a pathway to freedom. I love that. That's good. And, you know, God is really, it, ultimately, he's really after our hearts. I wrote a devotional about, a, I don't know, a while back, a year ago, maybe two Easter's ago that I'm getting ready to post on the uh, blog. And it's all about what's God really after. He's really after our hearts. So I really love that you pointed that out in what you were just saying. Another one of my favorite chapters is the moments to feel chapter 10 in my book, becoming a victory girl. I talk about how with God on our side, we can face our battles standing on flourishing faith instead of our floundering feelings. And you referred to this a moment ago. And you also say in the book, although we may have, you know, all the feels going on, we really can't rely on our feelings alone. I say this in my book, when my circumstances seem to be spinning out of control, I don't always make the best decisions. In fact, sometimes my choices seem rather chaotic. Instead of reacting, I want to be resolved and in control in a good way, not like in a in the having all the control kind of way. I want to just respond and react better. My book offers some solutions, but I want the listeners to hear what your book has to say about this, too. At the end of every chapter, you give us some simple reminders. And this one really stuck out to me at the end of chapter 10. You say, choose to act like who you are rather than how you feel. And you alluded to that a minute ago, but I would love for you to give us a little bit more insight here and help us out with this. Maybe talk about the identity in Christ or whatever that means. To you. Well, we know that we're a new creation in Christ when we've accepted Christ as our Savior. And really learning to live out of His life within us, that new creation life, is the process of spiritual growth. It's the process of holiness, and it's the process of a lifetime. And so we know in our heads that if I have the nature of Christ and I have the patience of Christ, I have the goodness of Christ, I have the righteousness of Christ— but accessing that and learning to live in alignment with what's true isn't so easy. And so oftentimes it's our feelings that get in the way. And so, you know, I can remember times when my kids were little, I would get so frustrated and I would just be, you know, like, I don't have patience. Well, the truth was I do have patience because I have Christ in me. And so I can make a choice to rely on his patience, to rely on him to be patient in me. It relieves me of the burden of somehow being able to manufacture something that in my flesh I don't have. And so I can begin to act like who I am because Christ is within me rather than how I feel in the moment. And this becomes really powerful when we're struggling with hard emotions um, to realize that, hey, when, those moments when we're angry, 
I can I can respond to anger with righteousness. Um, anger anger is an emotion that we experience, but I don't have to act out of anger to let that move me to sin, to be unkind or vindictive with my words. I can choose to act like who I am in Christ, and not because I've got those resources, but because Christ in me has those resources. And so one of the things I've learned to just really pray, when my emotions are flared up, usually it's a tr- it's a message to me that I'm operating in my flesh or that I have a right that I need to release. And so beginning to turn my attention to what God wants to do with that emotion and to say, Lord, what's this really about has been fundamentally life-changing for me instead of just reacting in the moment taking that moment to the lord and saying lord what is this really about i'm feeling frustrated and this really isn't that big a deal what am i really bothered about and um so just a simple illustration from the book is one morning i was fixing a, a smoothie and my husband goes honey can i have some and just with this irritation just welled up within me because um, I didn't want to share. I didn't have many <laughs> smoothie packets left. And, and, of course, I said, sure, honey. But I noticed that my feelings were telling me something. I'm like, Lord, what am I so bothered about? And he brought to mind that I was feeling resentful that my husband can eat whatever he wants. And I per- live on a perpetual diet. So I didn't want to share my, you know, quote, unquote, diet food with him <laughs> that moment. And so realizing that, I was able to say, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me. Um, help me to be patient. Help me to be giving. And help me to trust you with my weight loss, because that was really what I was bothered about. And so that changed the moment. And all of a sudden, I was no longer irritated. And I learned something in the moment as well. And so, so much can happen when we respond to our emotions by asking the Lord, what's really true here? What's this about? And then just listen to what he has to say. Oh, Ginger, that is so good. And y'all are going to have to get the book to hear more about that because we are literally out of time. We've got just a few minutes left to pray for the listeners. I want to go ahead and close out the show and tell you how much we love having you here. Ginger, it has been such a thrill to have you on the show. I loved reading your book and I want to be able to pray for the listeners. So let's pray for the listeners to be able to have, you know, some control over their emotions and to be able to release those things to God. And however you're feeling like you want to pray for the listeners today, would you start? Sure. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gift of technology that allows us to be in different places and to broadcast a prayer that is going to go out into the world, Father. And we pray for the listeners, Lord, we pray that you would just increase us all in faith. Help us to trust that you really are good and that you really are in control of our lives. Lord, show us those places in our lives where we need to surrender our rights to release the demands that we've had, felt that things should be a certain way, and help us to trust you with those areas that are so important to us, knowing that you love us and that your plans and purposes for us are good. Father, in the moment, help us to recognize our emotions and the messages that might be in those emotions, Lord. Help us to bring them to you and to ask you what what these emotions are about so that we can have a profitable conversation with you, Lord, 
and know what, how to proceed, Lord, how to act like who we are rather than how we feel. God, I thank you so much for the gift of holiness and release your spirit within each of us. Mm, thank you, Lord. Yes, release your spirit within us because you have given us everything. We have everything we need living on the inside of us because of Jesus. Lord, help us to trust you. Help us to lay down the rights and our expectations so that you can step in and fill those gaps, fill those places where we are lacking. Give us the desire to be more like you. God, you are so good. You are so kind and generous and full of grace for us. And I thank you for that. I thank you for who you are and what you're going to do in the listeners' lives. I thank you for Ginger's book. And we just give you all the glory and honor and praise. And we thank you for your son. And we pray in his name, his powerful name, Jesus. Amen. Ginger, we are out of time. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are thrilled to have you. Thanks so much for listening to Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.